I want to talk about the mother heart of God, so I'm just going to throw some scriptures at you. And uh, if you've got a pen and notepad, just grab these because I'm not going to be too long this morning. So I'm just going to just go through and I'm going to exalt the women. I'm going to give it up for the women this morning. Amen. Let's give, it a, give, it, let's give them another hand. Come on. Wow. Wow. The mother heart of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, how can we start this? Maybe Isaiah 66, uh, verse 12. I wonder if we can have that. This is an amazing scripture. We used to use it in the days of revival, and uh, it's, it's, it's so amazing. And I used to laugh about this terminology, dandled on her knees, uh, that God would dandle us on, on his knee almost. like It's, it's, a, it's a, an affectionate terminology of what it means for a young child to be on a father's knee or even a mother's knee. And, uh, and so here it goes, 66 verse 12. For thus saith the Lord, behold, this might be different. This might be a different version than, than that one up there. But for thus saith the Lord, behold, I'll extend peace to her like a river. Uh, and the glory of the Gentiles like a flowing stream. Then you shall, then you shall feed, feed on, uh, what's it say? On her sides shall you be carried and dandled on her knees as, as one whom his mother comforts. There's that word, mother comforts. So I will comfort you. And so we see in this scripture, God pays a wonderful tribute to uh, motherhood in Isaiah. And I always used to um, sort of laugh about that dandle on a knee. But it, it's t- talking in terms of affection, uh, to God in affection to his people. And understand this, that God's heart has a, mother, he has a mother's heart. God has a mother's heart. God has a father's heart. God is collectively two. Who can say amen to that? God is collectively two. So let's look at this first one. Uh, number one, the love of a Christian mother typifies the love of God for his children. Uh, in Ephesians 3.19, it says, to know the love of Christ. Are you a bit like that? Do you want to know more about the love of Christ? To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Father, if we could know more of your father heart, but your mother's heart, we would be absolutely amazed. Here's an illustration. A mother, uh, God's love is non-preferential, I've got here. And, And there's an illustration. A mother who had 12 children was asked which one she loved the best. Her answer, the one who's sick until he gets well. And the one who is away until he comes back home. I love that. I love that. I love that. Two, the concern of a Christian mother typifies. This is about that. The, the, this is God's heart towards you. This is the mother heart towards you. The concern of a Christian mother typifies God's concern for his children. I'm not sure where the scripture is, but it, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. It has been said... A father becomes concerned when his child breaks a bone, a mother when her child skins the knee. So, you know, oh, you get out of here, you know, oh, you broke a bone! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember driving through every red light. Julie uh, had a little accident. Her nephew uh, sort of was wondering why the internal door wouldn't shut and gave it a 
good old heave-ho. Jilly was two years old behind the curtain with a finger in the, this thick, this door, this weighty door, and of course cut a top of a finger off. And uh, Dad, until then, Dad's just, ah, oh, this is easy, you know, this fatherhood stuff, ah, oh, no worries, you know, kids crawling now, yeah, I can deal with this, ah, oh, push the pram and the baby's, you know, this is easy. Oh, but when Julie fell out from behind the curtain and, uh, and she obviously had, had this accident, uh, Dad went into, <laughs> just, just went into hyperdrive of care and concern. And of course, we put her in the car and drove her. And I did literally go through, with caution, through three red lights from Marylands to Westmead Hospital. Who knows you do that when you're, this is your first child. And so I drove there and the do- first doctor said, oh, no, we might as well leave that off. Finger was cut off just before the quick. And uh, we'll just leave that off because that's just going to go black anyway and not going to take. And I said, hello, it's going back on. <laughs> and I was literally like that. I said, no, because I was a new Christian. See, it's new. when you're a new Christian, you've got this incredible faith to believe that God can heal people. I said, no, the finger's going back on. I want another opinion. And so he said, oh, look, young doctor. He said, yeah, look, I'll get... And the guy came in the next morning. All that night, we left the face cloth around it. We just wrapped it up, and they'd left it there by the morning. The big shot doctor come around, and he had a look at it. He took the face cloth off and had a look at Julie's little finger. And uh, we'd been praying all night, by the way. We'd really been on our knees praying to God all night, like... And then in the morning, 8 o'clock, the big doctor came through and said, oh, this, this is all right. It's already taking. Look, it's already attached itself, the capillaries and stuff and the blood. And look, no, it's going to be all right. We'll have to rebuild the nail bed and uh, it will go on. And the poor young doctor, he went, oh. So he was, yeah, a little bit embarrassed. But guess what? The finger went back on and uh, Julie plays piano to this day. That finger happens to be very important to playing a piano. Sometimes you've got to got to have that fighting spirit as a father and a mother to believe um three the sacrificial compassion of a christian mother typifies god's sacrificial heart 2 corinthians 8 9 for you know the grace of our lord jesus christ that though he was rich yet for your sakes he became poor that you through his poverty might become rich the sacrifice the amazing sacrifice of mothers and what they do for us to give birth uh, especially but all that they do is amazing. Everyone blessed with a godly mother, I guess, can have got their own, uh, have got their own story, how their mothers have sacrificially given to them, and, and we take our hat off to you for that. Four, the patience of a Christian mother typifies God's patience with his children. Thank God God was patient with me while I let my hair down in the 70s and... Um, you know, I lived on the wrong side of the tracks, and I literally did too. My hair was, it was just, it was a sign and a wonder. It was, it was, like, a, it was like a mushroom. It was, uh, man, if you, if you thought you had, an hour and a half, I went to, uh, <laughs> I went to Cat, uh, and, 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 and usually a guy's haircut would be done, probably done in t- 20 minutes. And my hair had become a bit unruly, so I dropped into the hairdress. I didn't realize you'd work there. And, and I think the boss was looking, just, just starting to go, how long are you going to spend on this guy's here? I mean, an hour and a half, this poor kid. I mean, she's a trained, highly professional hairdresser. 
but because I'd let my hair just, because I'm just trying to have this last fling of let my hair grow, you know, because I've noticed I'm starting to lose some, and I'm going, no, I've got to, I've got to grow as big as, big as I can before I really lose the whole shebang. So I'm starting to grow it a little bit, and she says, oh, my God, you know, where do, yeah, and she says, she says, you know, where do I start? And so I brought the shears in, and, uh, <laughs> and so an hour and a half later, an hour and a half later, with all that patience, thank you, sister, that you sacrificed your time. And uh, it's fantastic. The patience of a Christian mother typifies God's patience with his children. Thank you for the mother heart of Kat that cut my hair on Friday. Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you grant you to be like-minded uh, toward one another according to Christ Jesus. And this is another great scripture, 2 Peter 3, 9. The Lord is long-suffering towards us. And don't you have to be like that? I'm looking around. Is my teenager? She's not here. Don't you have to be patient with teenagers? Don't you have to be patient with teenagers? Oh, my God. You've got to be. Listen to this one again. The Lord is long-suffering. Long-suffering. Do you hear that, Lord? I'm long-suffering. Uh, long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And there's a picture, it's called Answered Prayer. It depicts the mother of uh, Augustine kneeling, the mother of Augustine, St. Augustine, maybe uh, kneeling in prayer at the couch of the wayward son. A godly mother will never cease praying for her children regardless of what their condition or circumstances might be. Jill Connell Julie's mother is the absolute perfect example of that. She has never given up on the wayward son, who used to be my best friend, never pulled out of the 70s. I mean, we had some good times in the 70s. Some just took it. They just never stopped partying, do you know what I mean? And, and there's some guys out there still just carrying on, just and they're ruined. Their bodies are ruined. Their lives are ruined. Their marriage is ruined. Their families are ruined. And it's such a shame. But Jill Connell was always praying for her son, for her kids. And, and are mums like that? Are mums like that? I think they are. They just never give up. They never give up. This is a story, and it's my last it's scripture. And, it, and it's in Matthew 15, 20, 21. Matthew 15, 21. It's the, it's the story of the faith of a Canaanite woman. And um, worthy to be called mother. Uh, here's the statement, worthy to be called mother. Matthew 15, 21 is a story in the chapter of 15, Matthew 15, and it's after Jesus has been going at these religious uh, Pharisees, and the Pharisees have been taking him to task about washing hands. You guys, you don't wash your hands. You don't do this religious ceremony of washing your hands. And Jesus really came at them with this whole new uh, paradigm of thought. He says, look, it's not really about washing your hands. It's about what comes out of your heart. It's about what's in your heart and what comes out of your heart. So after going, uh, trying to help these Pharisees and these Pharisees getting indignant and then walking away from him, and then Jesus saying, look, I need time out. And he goes away. And then in the next instant, this woman arrives around there around the, uh, the disciples and, and around the entourage of Jesus and the disciples. And this woman, she's a Canaanite woman, meaning that she's supposed to be an enemy of God's people. But she's a Gentile woman, meaning that she's an unbeliever. So it just goes to show you that Jesus was just totally rearranging uh, the whole landscape of, because there was a lot of racism. Jews were racist. And if you weren't a Jew... 
you were looked down at, you were, you were just, you know, scum of the earth, you were a dog, and, and, uh, but Jesus said no, you know, uh, and he knew that somehow in God's providence that he knew that this was going to be a great story, that this was going to be something he could teach the disciples by. So he, in, he allows the woman to engage him. And so here's the story, Matthew 15, 21. Leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon at 22. A Canaanite woman from that vicinity. See, the Canaanite woman is not supposed to approach Jesus. Not supposed to approach Jesus as a Jew. The Canaanite woman from that vicinity came to him crying out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is suffering terribly from demon possession. Can I just say, I love women that fight and that, that just do all they have to do to get the job done. Like childbirth is an incredible illustration. Women will do anything to bring life on. There have been women in this church that will have done incredible things to, to, to make this church what it is today. Look at Marie at the back. Stand up at the back, Marie. You are an amazing woman. Come on, let's just stand up. Just stand up, just quickly. We want to honor you in the house. And there's others here. There's others here. Gail Balding. I mean... In the tent, in the tent, freezing at night. Come out to church tonight. Yeah, right. (laughs) In the freezing cold in the winter months. But there was Gail, and there was others. There was my daughters, and there was others, and there's others. Fleur and and, uh, the Flannerys and and, and all our, the the Phillipses, all there in the cold. And the Calverts and the others here. I, I, I don't want to miss anyone out. But in the freezing cold, the women are, are there. Leone is there, left her lush plush building up the road to come to the, came, came to crossroads at that time or C3 now and came to this house that was uh, deprived of any uh, heating, heating uh, and, and cooling uh, apparatuses. And so we thank those women. We thank those women tenacious they are. Matthew 15, 23, Jesus did not answer a word. So this woman came to Jesus and said, Jesus, I've got a situation. I've got a, a, a daughter that's demon possessed. You've got to help me. You've got to help me. And Jesus doesn't say a word. Imagine that. Jesus doesn't say a word. 15, 23, Jesus did not answer a word. So his disciples came to him and urged him, send her away. For she keeps crying out after us. So the disciples are getting indignant about this. And this is a Canaanite woman. She's our enemy. And she's a Gentile. She's not even a believer. And Jesus comes back at her with this. Matthew 15, 24. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. Meaning, I'm only here on a mission to help the Jewish people. I'm only here to help the Jewish people. You've got to understand. So he's coming back at her with doctrine with some doctrine, with some just sincere doctrine. I'm not here to help you people. You, you people are, are from another, uh, another tribe, uh, an, a, another dispensation of faith. Well, I, I can't help you people. I'm not here to help you people. See, it was very, everything was very tight and religious back then. This is why it's such a, an amazing thing what Jesus did. He answered, I was only sent to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and now she kneels before him. Lord, help me, she said. 
help me. He replied, it is not right to take the children's bread, the children's bread, the children meaning the people of Israel, the people, Jewish people, they're the children of God, children's bread, and to give it to the dogs. The dogs meaning, uh, and, and, and really, uh, not dogs in the way we see it, but, but the, 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 the ones that are not privileged to partake of God's salvation and of God. And Jesus says again, he replied, it is not right to take the children's bread and to toss it to the dogs. 27, yes, Lord, she said, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. This is cute. And then Jesus answered, woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. So he sparks up with this motion. Woman, you're awesome. So he's just gone from this, speak to the hand, to woman, you're awesome. I've just left a bunch of Pharisees arguing the toss there about this and that, but woman, you are awesome. You have shown great faith. Right this moment, your daughter's been healed. So let's just look at that quickly. She's got a demon-possessed daughter. She refused to take no for an answer. And this attitude of Jesus was intended to test the faith of the mother and grant faith resulted in the healing of a child. First, the mother went to the right person Thank God, mothers, they go to the right person. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cries out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. She was drawn to Jesus because of what she'd heard. She'd heard all this great stuff about Jesus. And she said, He's the man. He's the one that can heal me. Let's pray that people out there, out there in the suburbs and out there on the beaches and the sports tables, they begin to hear this good news, this testimony that God, that Jesus is in church and healing people so that these people would come and say, hey, is your Jesus living there? Is your Jesus, is, is Jesus the one you serve in there and, and worship in there? He's the one who's going to heal my, my daughter, my son. That's what we need to believe. She knew, she'd heard so many stories and she came looking for the son of David, Jesus. Not too long this morning, I'm nearly done. Next point, the mother would not be overcome by discouragement. She would not be discouraged when Jesus did not respond to her. But he answered, not a word. Who's ever prayed and Jesus, God, you just don't hear nothing, just nothing. But he answered, not a word. She would not be discouraged by the contempt shown by Jesus. And his disciples came and urged him saying, send her away. For the, but she cries out for us. Send her away, she's disturbing us. She would not be discouraged by the hard doctrine either that I'm only here for the children for the children of Israel. I'm only here for my people. She wasn't going to be put off by that. But he answered and said, I was not sent except for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Next point. The mother persisted in the right way. Then she came and worshipped him saying, Lord, help me. Matthew 15, 25. One of the most powerful prayers you can ever pray is those three words, Lord, Lord, help me. Who's ever prayed that? Lord, help me. I think I went through a season there where I was praying, actually, Lord, help me. Help me. And I think it just came down to that. Help me. Help. Who's ever prayed that? Help. You know, all your wafting, all your, all your great... All your great language of prayer and all your scriptures, you just go, help, help. Yeah, 
I remember we went through that time early last year with Jamie and two years ago, oh my goodness, and Jamie went through a health issue and we literally were stripped right back to this, this cry from our heart, help, help. That's all you can pray, help, help Lord. And this woman, this precious woman, awesome woman, she's not deterred, she's not discouraged, and she comes now and bows down before Jesus and says, help me, help me. And I love this, a person must lay aside all self-righteousness and all confidence in the flesh to be able to cry out from the depth of one's soul. See, men are a little bit prideful. Women, they just help. They just... They, they, they just, they just, I don't think there is, they don't run the risk. They don't, they, they, they don't have that strong disposition to, to stay cool and calm and, you know, and they just, they just get emotional and throw their hands up and begin to cry and get emotional. And men don't know how to handle that. Let's, let's keep the composure. Hang on. Senior pastors of C3 Tiger, we got to keep it all together. And but sometimes you just got to help, help. Julie's like that. She's great. Help. She doesn't care. She's snot going everywhere. Cruel tears. Is it that bad? Yes. <laughs> Next one. She would not be discouraged by the seeming. Seemingly unconcerned Jesus, but he answered and said to her, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the, to the little dogs. Little dogs, by the way, meant little household pets rather than these scavenging mongrels that roam the streets. And so we've just got to get that into some of this language. It's a bit... The next thing, this mother did not argue with Jesus. This mother did not argue with Jesus, but accepted what he said. And she said, yes, Lord, Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs. This is a smart woman. Yes, Lord. So she's calling him Lord, dignifying him as Lord. But, but yes, Lord. Not saying some people get narky with the church. Some people fly into us and go, hang on, hang on. And that just breaches every, every you know, because we, we're trying to keep a working relationship here with God especially and with each other. And once you, you breach and you, uh, you know, undignify the, the occasion by, by, by yelling or getting angry or, or something. That's it. We're done. We've we got to start again somehow. And she was amazing, this woman. She's, she was able to just come back, not in a derogative way to Jesus, but, but actually say, yes, Lord, but don't even the, the dogs deserve some crumbs off the table? And that seemingly was 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 respectful she she wasn't having a go at jesus so she's a clever woman this one the mother did not argue with jesus but accepted what he said and she said yes lord yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table i love it there are times when we feel might feel like contending with the lord when we do not get the response from him that we are seeking but wise indeed we are if we honor him as lord and continue to humbly ask for mercy and compassion. Asking, uh, Matthew 7, uh, Matthew 7, 7, talks about asking, meaning to continually to ask. Just continue to ask, guys. 
Continue to ask him. Just continue to ask. Just keep like the guy with the sign. It's not available. Yeah, but I still want it. Yeah, but you don't understand. We've made an arrangement with the company, his site. Yeah, but still interested in that sign. Because I know it's a really good spot. It's a sign on the bus stop just as you go over the concrete bridge going south. I says, yeah, but... Well, he actually, he's been dragging the chain on the, 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 the graphic works for the, for the sign. I said, oh, is that right? Yeah, still want the sign. He said, well, now you've, I might, might give him a call to see where he's at. You should have had this stuff in weeks ago. Oh, that's, is that right? Well, we're very keen. We'll take it out now. Asking, asking, asking. I think mothers do that. Asking for their children. Asking, asking. Men are sometimes one-hit wonders. Oh, I've asked him. I'll fix it myself. Blow him. Give me some tools. Mothers, they've just got this awesome ability to to keep asking. Keep asking. The mother's undaunting faith was rewarded by Jesus. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Who loves that? The very child of God. Ah, yeah. No, that's right. A faith that simply seeks mercy is honored. Again, Jesus speaks this time with emotion. And the woman's daughter is healed at that very hour. I love that. So here's Jesus. He's setting this woman up, really. He's just going to, I think he knew. I think Jesus is so amazing. He's no, he knows what's transpiring. He's here in God, and God, God's saying, I'm going to make a story of this, Jesus. Just, 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 just chill. He says, yes, Father, I hear what you're saying. What do you mean? He said, I just had a big bum fight with these religious people down the road. I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. No, son, just be, just be, just be careful here because this woman has extreme faith. I can see a great story happening out of this. I can see this woman has a mother's heart. She will fight. She will, she will have faith to believe for a miracle. There's, there's a possibility for a miracle right here, right now. Is that right, Lord? Is that right? Okay. Well, let's just see. And he just kept silent while this woman was begging and even kneeling, kneeling to you, Lord, son of David, do you hear me? Please, even the, even the dogs deserve crumbs from the table. And, and there's something now that shifts Jesus' heart as he sees this mother's heart wrestling and, and believing for, because she's a life giver. A woman is, by virtue of the fact of her womb, a life giver. You give her a kiss, give her a smile, she gives her your heart. Give her groceries, she gives you a meal. <laughs> give her, give her, give her, give her, give her, give her, a, give her a house, she gives you a home. Give her your seed, she gives you babies. Give, it, give, uh, 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 give her your romance and she gives you her heart. Her heart. Her heart. Her heart. Let's all stand. God bless you. <laughs>
Women are awesome incubators. If you want an idea...